0: Bradley Chubb, towards ACL, junk time. Should he have been in the game? This is why Crowder was on yeah. TMZ today.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, we, like like what we were just talking about. I, I I It's tough for me to crush McDaniel for it, but I do understand the other argument of it. And when you get to a point and you know that the AFC East is on the line next week and this game is going nowhere and it's not like Mike McDaniel is right this uh, dictator and like a my way or a highway coach. He's more of a player's coach. You would have thought he would, he would not have been on the field, especially with Chubb's injury history.
2: And in, in the AFC, because the Ravens by far, I honestly not even recency bias, whatever the Ravens are the best team in the league in my mind. Yeah. Is there any team in the AFC that can compete with them? Kansas city, always up there Buffalo. But I'm going to tell you, man, that damn 916 year old Joe Flacco is playing some ball right now in Cleveland. Four and one. Four games with 300-plus yards in a row. Any of those AFC teams have a chance against the Ravens? I think
1: just because it's the nature of one singular game and you lose, yeah. Like, there's no one I really trust in the AFC. But if you have a good defense, something the Browns have, and you have no pressure on them, yeah, it wouldn't shock me. Like, I'm not going to pick it, but it wouldn't shock me if the Browns did go into Baltimore and get a victory. And also, I know Buffalo has not played well the last two weeks. But having a healthy quarterback matters in this league. And I know Josh Allen got a little bit banged up, but he's fine. Um, as long as that dude's playing, um, th- th- the Bills will still have a shot as long as they get in. Like right now, I would say the Bills are still the second best team in the AFC, and there's a chance that they don't even make the playoffs after Sunday.
0: Well, what's the best scenario for the Dolphins? There's four scenarios that could be uh, in place after Sunday night. The Dolphins can be hosting a playoff game against either – Pittsburgh, Jacksonville, or Buffalo, or they can be on the road playing Kansas City. What's the best and worst scenario? Pittsburgh or Jacksonville? Because
1: Pittsburgh, I know that they're going with Mason Rudolph right now, but that offense doesn't intimidate me. Now, they have a very good defense, and Jacksonville, in big moments this year, they have just been so bad. Like I, I was in on Jacksonville before the start of the season. I've never jumped off. team's bandwagon more uh, uh, quicker than when I did in week two when they were just so flat in that 17 to nine loss up against Kansas City they got blown out at home only put up three points against the Niners and the Ravens came to town their offense did nothing so I would say for the Dolphins to get a win their best road would be uh, Jacksonville or Pittsburgh but I once again I do think they could go into Kansas City and get a victory because as great as Mahomes is I do not think this Chiefs team is going on one of these runs this year. They remind me a lot like Tom Brady's final season in New England uh, with the 2019 Patriots, where you get like ooted odd and tricked because of who the coach and who the quarterback is. But when you watch that team, they just don't impress you.
2: And Gail, we, we, we see, we see eye to eye on a lot of things. I got to ask you about Detroit Cowboys end of the game. I heard your take Mm -hmm. after you go for it go for two, three times in a row. You've already had multiple fourth down opportunities Mm -hmm. where you didn't kick a field goal where you could have won that game. You're going to just keep them going for it, even from the two, even from the six. Like I think Dan Campbell with his bullheadedness, with his aggression, and I love aggressive coaches. He lost that game for his team. The Detroit Lions outplayed the Cowboys for 60 minutes. Now give me an extra 10, give me an extra 15. You can play in overtime. Dan Campbell's I guess ego messed up that game and lost them a game against the, one of the best teams in the NFC. So just here's why I push back on it because the
1: two point conversion play worked and the referees messed it up. Like, let's just call it how it is. So if you want to tell me when they go back to the seven, that they should kick the extra point. Okay. Like I could live with that, but they did draw Micah Parsons off sides and that gets them back to the two or the three. So when you're back in the spot that you were originally going for it, that's why I had no problem with them going for it the third time around. And I, I don't know why people aren't criticizing Jared Goff, and this gets lost in it. He makes a better pass. Third time would have been a charm, and that's a two-point conversion, or at least it is a big collision right at the goal line, and it just depends on on where the uh, receiving player would have landed and would the ball have crossed the plane.
0: Zach Gelb, CBS Sports Radio. How well, do you feel way, about today's uh, appearance?
1: Uh, n- not great. I think it was more so you guys than me. Um, but that's all right. I'm a team player. We never throw you guys under oh, the no, bus. you
0: can't say that and then say you're a team player. No,
1: you <laughs> just threw us under the bus. <laughs> I'm Jared huh? No, no, <laughs> players do that all the time, right? <laughs> like I- I'm not actually taking receipts or I'm not paying attention to the criticism, but I'll be like the Dolphins quarterback and then like blast everyone criticizing him for for about ten minutes. But how about the Cowboys Crowder? oh how great would that have been if the fat guy two-point conversion would have counted and they would have choked that game away oh it would have been like the pigs into the in the blanket on what's gonna come for the cowboys come playoff time because go- you know dallas they'll get to the nfc championship game this year and all those cockroaches will pop up and all those fans will be going after you and then the 49ers will stick a knife in them and end their season
2: it's coming, Galby. It's coming. It's Oh my! Oh, goodness. I can't wait. I, I yeah. got a
1: <laughs> bottle of champagne
0: with Crowder's name on it. We're gonna <laughs> pop that baby. He gets a lot more comfortable when he's picking, you know, topics out of his bag. <laughs> yeah. He is man, the dude is. He is in the matrix. When we're I've been on TMZ
1: before. I do not want to be on TMZ for the way that this show is going down today. <laughs> All right. I'm usually Gell- a guy. All publicity is good publicity. The two topics you guys uh, tried to throw out there today, not good publicity for your boy.
0: Well, oh, there are always naysayers. Yes. All right, Jack Gelb. Remember,
1: From my name is Alejandro Story. Solana, by the way, if anyone wants to criticize this segment.
2: See you, Gelb. Later, guys. Happy New Year. Let a naysayer know.